Welcome to day 69 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Numbers, chapter 35 to 36, with a focus being on chapter 35, verses 19 through 25, with also a focus on verse 30. The avenger of blood shall himself put the murderer to death. When he meets him, he shall put him to death. And if he pushed him out of hatred or hurled something at him lying in wait so that he died, or an enemy struck him down with his hand so that he died, then he who struck the blow shall be put to death. He is a murderer. The avenger of blood shall put the murderer to death when he meets him. But... If he pushed him suddenly without a minimi, or hurled something at him without lying in wait, or used a stone that caused death, and without seeing him dropped it on him so that he died, though he was not his enemy and did not seek him harm, then the congregation shall judge between the manslayer and the avenger of blood in accordance with these rules. And the congregation shall rescue the manslayer from the hand of the avenger of blood, and the congregation shall restore him to his city of refuge to which he had fled and he shall live in it until the death of the high priest who was anointed with the holy oil. If anyone kills a person and the murderer shall be put to death on the evidence of witnesses, but no person shall be put to death on the testimony of one witness. So there's a lot to unpack here. This is as they're talking about dividing up the land that we read about yesterday, the Levites get cities total of 48 cities, I believe. And six of those cities are meant to be cities of refuge divided up amongst the land. And that's what we're talking about here is if someone murdered someone with intent, then they they were to be put to death by the avenger of blood, which was usually someone directly related to the one who was slain. But I, if if the person did, didn't have the intention to cause them harm or didn't have the intention maybe uh, for them to die, maybe it was an emotional response in the heat of the moment, then they had a chance to be redeemed or rescued from death by going to one of these six cities of refuge. And what's interesting about this passage is the heavy implications, once again, of the importance of intent. Throughout the Old Testament, we read about actions that are not permissible, but we also read about things like this, where we see that God looks deeper than just the outward action, and he cares about what the heart behind the action was. If someone had intent to kill, then the law stated that that person who sought to murder would be put to death. But if someone did it accidentally, if the intent wasn't there, then he had a chance or she had a chance of being rescued by the congregation. But they had to make it to the city of refuge, which is where the Levites uh, were. And even if the congregation found them uh, innocent of intentionality of the murder... They still had to stay in the city of refuge under the protection until the high priest died. And then they could go back to their land. It's almost like a house arrest. But this was meant to keep people safe and from feuds uh, brewing over, right? And, and, you know, at times we can can get really angry and maybe you'll seek to do something in that anger. And being in the city of refuge 
for a long length of time, depending on how old, I guess, the high priest is, I think is meant to give time for the, the one who feels wronged or offended, even if it was an unintentional death, to cool off. Maybe to have time to, to reflect and to forgive because we're actually told often in the Old Testament as well, in Numbers it says, you know, do not hate your brother in your heart because that can lead to sin. Well, actually, that is sin. And so intent matters. But what else we see here is even unintentional mistakes or unintentional actions do have consequences. Maybe not as severe as dying, (laughs) but there are consequences to our actions. Because what's being implied here is, is maybe the person was struck or pushed uh, or had something thrown at them, but it wasn't with the intent to hurt, but there was still there was still a poor response. There was still a bad action attributed. And often we go, oh, well, I, I didn't mean for it to get so out of control. And God forgives. God forgives everything. Praise the Lord. I'm not saying that his forgiveness does not extend to everything. It does, both the intentional and the unintentional. But we still have to deal with the earth earthly consequences. And sometimes that can be hard for people. Oh, but God's forgiven me. You know, I asked for forgiveness and, you know, they told me they forgave me, but they still don't want to be around me yet. Well, because there are still earthly consequences sometimes to work through. It doesn't mean your sin's not forgiven. It doesn't mean that you can't have the freedom of knowing that you're forgiven, but sometimes, sometimes there's still the discomfort of having to deal with the fallout. The last thing I want to talk about was, was verse 30, because I found that just hit me really strong. The importance of witnesses and that no one could be put to death based on one witness's account. And I think this is the importance of due diligence. This is the importance of making sure that what we've seen and what has been experienced is accurate. Because at times... We can be swayed by emotion. Like one person might be having a bad day and they interpret something as far more severe than it is. Or maybe your memory's not the best. And as you try and recount something, it becomes more elaborate or it becomes less elaborate. And so the importance here is that we should look for uh, confirmation of things, right? We're even told in the New Testament that we're to test every spirit. So there's there's an aspect of, of making sure that we just don't rely on one person's account of a situation. And that's that's really important in life as a whole as we navigate, you know, the difficulties that people can have sometimes with fighting. Uh, there's always two sides to a story, and, and both sides tend to usually favor themselves as the, the victim or at least less of an aggressor. And so hearing the account of more than one witness with, with almost anything that we deal with is important so that we can make rational, fair decisions. So let's focus on our intent as Christians. Let's focus on making sure our heart's in the right place for good actions. And if we have bad intent in our heart, let's ask God to take it away because he can. And then let's remember about the importance of of confirming things, the importance of of looking a little deeper than just what the surface level is because God's called us to these things. Well, this concludes the book of Numbers. Tomorrow we start Deuteronomy, which is the last book of the Pentateuch. And then we get into some really fun stories. I'm looking forward to it with you. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in the spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, 
Be blessed. <laughs>